Rock with a two. Springfield's classic rock at 607 and the great Billy Squire on Springfield's classic rock. Uh, we uh, have the your Pioneer Valley forecast here somewhere. Uh, Going to be cloudy today with a high of 58. Didn't we just have a blizzard the other day? Yeah. Yeah. Now you can now you can be outside yeah. in a T-shirt. Welcome. All next week. Uh Sunday's going to be cold, but then Monday through Friday, in all in the 50s or higher. That's what I like to hear. I, I'm good with the snow. Yeah. Uh, Bax and Nagel show. Bax is still out sick. He will be back on Monday, uh, so he's not dead. He didn't get fired. Uh, he'll be back. Uh, but uh, but Marty Caproni is here filling in in the hot seat, and he, uh, he's doing a hell of a job. You're doing a great job. Thanks, a, man. A lot of good feedback. I, I, really, I really enjoy it. Um, I one thing that I've learned over the last week is just how many listeners you have and how passionate they are. Even at the show last night, uh, you know, after I did the show with yeah. Lenny, um, people were coming up after the show and they were like, hey, you're the guy. You're the guy from the radio. You're the guy from the radio, you know, which was cool, you know, yeah. um, to, to to have that many people uh, just come out and uh, say nice things, you know. Yeah, it's always nice when people say nice things and not hurl fruit at you and yeah. tell you you're a jerk. Yeah, that's right. that's that's always the better outcome. No, man, I, I appreciate you guys giving this opportunity, and I appreciate the listeners for uh, for sticking with me. You know, well, glad to have you here, Marty. Uh, All right, let's stop this. Uh, you know, feel gre- good gre- moment. <laughs> greasing up, greasing up of the uh, the extremities and uh, get into some Hollywood trash here. Hollywood trash. Is brought to you by Aquapump, the expert on all water supply systems from the well, through the pump, and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Imagine just being on camera and then having to explain what you were talking about because of your facial expressions. (laughs) You see this thing with J Lo and Ben Affleck at the uh, at the Grammys? And no. He's sitting there next to her, and he's got this like like stern look on his face. And then they were talking, and then you know, and then it becomes the, national news. Cause yeah. It looked like a tense ex- exchange between the two of them. Yeah. In a new interview, Ben finally revealed what that was all about. "Quote: I saw Grammy host Trevor Noah approach, and I was like, oh god, they're they're framing us in this shot. Uh, I didn't know they were rolling." I leaned into her and I was like, as soon as they start rolling, I'm going to slide away from you and leave you sitting next to Trevor. But J-Lo warned him, quote, you better not effing leave. Ben <laughs> says it was, uh, wasn't was a big deal, just a typical husband and wife thing. Ben went viral for looking miserable in several clips from the show, but he actually says, I had a great time. <laughs> you think he's saying that now just because? Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I saw a video the other day, a TikTok video of him. You know he's absolutely fluent in Spanish. Really, it's the most unca- Google when you get a chance. If anyone does, Google Ben Affleck speaking Spanish. It looks like somebody tapped the SAP button on his shoulder, and and this guy—it's unbelievable to hear. It looks like he's being dubbed. It doesn't even look like the words and the way he talks should be coming out of his mouth. It's great. Uh, do me a favor. Yeah. Talk more into that microphone oh, is that, when is you that, talk. Yeah, yeah, I can. I can. Uh, I can uh, I'm a little tired, Steve. A yeah, little, you're a, you're a little off this morning. Get my get my groove back. Hey, who? You know, come on. Everybody goes out till you know 11:30 at night doing uh, comedy shows, and then comes in 3:30 in the morning dry, for a radio show. Tries an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. Noah Schnapp from Stranger Things launched a delivery-only chicken restaurant called Tender Fix. It's available nationwide on apps like DoorDash, Uber Eats, Grubhub, and Postmates. He said, quote, I'm a huge chicken sandwich fan. Whenever I order food for, uh, to my dorm, 
or, or during late night study sessions, a chicken sandwich is my go-to item. Yeah, and this kid, yeah, this is what they do. They, you know, you make a big on a TV show, and you're like, all right, well, smart. There, there's no more TV left. Let's sell chicken sandwiches. It is smart. It's, it's a good marketing thing. We talked about Ryan Reynolds yesterday selling Mint Mobile for like $1.2 billion. He's getting 25% of that or whatever, yeah. and he sold a gin brand for $600 million. Now, I don't which one is Noah Schnapp on the show? I think that was the, the main character, the kid. The Mikey or whatever? I, yeah, whatever. I didn't well, watch the really show. I didn't, oh, I didn't. you never did? I had watched like the first like five episodes of the first season, and that was it. That was it. I love it because it it's dated. It's all the 80s stuff, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. You see the BMX bike with the plastic mag wheels. It brings you back. Well, I told you last week I, I DJed that uh, dance for my daughter. Yes. Uh, it was the 7th uh, and 8th grade 80s dance. And, you know, it was pointed out that thanks to Stranger Things and TikToks and all this other stuff, all this 80s stuff is coming back it, in a major way. It's huge. I told you that that, that girl on uh, Instagram, Anna Mall, that she yeah. she does the Aquanet and the hair yeah, and yeah, the yeah, outfits yeah. and everything. And and you look at it and you're like, you, you're teleported back to your youth. You know what I mean? But uh, what I was going to say about that chicken sandwich thing, that, that's what Mr. Beast did, that YouTube guy. He made uh, the Beast Burger. Yeah. And he made the same type of thing. It's a restaurant that's available only for DoorDash or whatever. And uh, the restaurants have to pass a course to learn how to make the burger. That's what this sounds like this kid's doing. It's a genius idea. But, no overhead. But do you see where they're preparing these foods? No. In IHOP kitchens. They're like Ugh. renting out IHOP kitchens and using and he's not the first one to do it. I believe that Mr. Beast thing that you were just yeah. talking about, yeah. they utilize kitchens for like Obviously, IHOP's not doing that great overall. Right. So right. what you do is you 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 sub uh, what do you sublet your kitchen? I guess. Yeah, they call them ghost kitchens in the biz, Steve. Uh, ghost kitchens. Yeah, we talked about doing that at View Street, uh, having a ghost kitchen for like whatever you want to make, and uh, that Mr. Beast was doing it. They said that the restaurants that sold his burger during the pandemic, some of them it saved their restaurants. They, they were able to not lay off employees and, and wow. keep their doors open just because they were selling that guy's burgers. I like the idea of ghost kitchen, though. That well, sounds kind of fun. We got ghost guns. We've been talking about ghost guns all week. Is it like at the at the end of the meal, you rip the mask <laughs> off the person, and it's actually it's not uh, Guy Fieri. It's actually the owner of Applebee's. It was I was like, <laughs> I would have gotten away with it, too, if it wasn't for you. Meddling kids. Nosy meddling kids. From Stranger Things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott are legally changing their son's name to Air. Oh, that's uh, stupid. Air Webster. They said they regret naming him Wolf. <laughs> Wolf Jacques is his name now. They were like, this kid's kind of a wuss. Yeah. He's not really a wolf. Let's just change. He's, he's generic. Let's just change him to air. And in and, and the, and the petition, they said they regret the initial name choice and, quote, now they've had a chance to spend some time with the baby and they believe air is a better fit. <laughs> How stupid. I never knew anybody that changed the name of their kid because they had. <laughs> it, it almost makes you wonder, though, why people don't change the names of certain people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh,. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, if your name was Richard something, and, and it could be, yeah. Like, if your last name, is, if, if his name is Richard Head, let's yeah. just say that, and then somebody would, 
you know, you would have to change your mind at some point going, maybe this isn't the best idea for this guy. Like, we didn't think that out. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, what, what, to that end, what if your last name was Head and you named your kid Air? That's perfect. Uh, Airhead. Airhead, yeah. I like that. <laughs> well, you know, that would kind of fit with the rest of the Jenner and Kardashians. Jump right in. If you grew up in the 80s, you probably remember at least hearing about the hearing about the Faces of Death movies. They were supposedly documentaries that showed real scenes of humans and animals dying, but it turned out a lot of that footage was faked. Anyway, about two years ago, there was talk uh, that uh, a movie based on the franchise was in the works, and it's still happening. We just found out that it'll star Barbie, Barbie Ferreira from Euphoria and Doc Ray Montgomery from Stranger Things. Barbie Ferreira? Yeah. Is it Doc Ray? How do you say that name? Doc Ray? D-A-C-R-E. Doc, D-A-C-R-E. I'm probably saying it Doc, wrong. Doc Ray? I don't know. Bar- it's like me saying uh, Zooey instead of Zoe. Because <laughs> of the way it's spelled. Ferreira is the last name of our good friend Christina. Well, there you Ferreira. go. Ferreira. That's better than Dockery. Dockery. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Kim Kardashian took a trip to London for a soccer game. Ooh, Kim Kardashian. Yeah. What did she have to say about that, Steve? Oh, my God. The last time I saw that many balls on a grassy field was when Ray J got some stank on the hanglo <laughs> and that sex tape you can purchase on YouPorn for thirty nine <laughs> That's one you got a picture in your head. I, I, just, I just had this thought the other day. I wonder how many of those videos have sold on YouPorn because of your because of your Hollywood. Well, track. you know, you know. Here's the funny thing: years ago, like even I bet this has been going on for like 13 yes, years. Yes. This bit, and uh, it was years ago that I was on Xfinity, yeah, and scrolling through the menu and you know, those pay per view with the sex tapes. It was only nine bucks. Oh wow! I'm overselling it by thirty dollars. You are, yeah. <laughs> Oh, yes, and uh, what about Caitlin? Oh, I never got that done and dirty with your mother, Chris Kim, but I once uh, gave her some mouth snuggles. <laughs> I went Chilean coal miner deep. What are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is I went gooch deep and got a case of the thunderclap. Ta-da! And that's your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. Ah! The National Time Deal of the Year award winner. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 624 in the Foo Fighters on Rock 102. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today is going to be uh, mostly cloudy with a high of 58. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 49. It's 30 right now in downtown Springfield. Again, uh, Bax is out this week. He will be back on Monday. Uh, but in the meantime, it's comedian Marty Caproni in the hot seat. Last uh, last time you uh, have to be stuck with me this week, Steve. Well, this week anyway. Yeah. Uh, I think I think we might actually have you back uh, I, in a few weeks when I, I want to take a couple of days off. I I love it. Yeah, I absolutely love it. What a what a good time. It's a good time. Happy St. Patrick's Day. It is uh, probably one of the biggest <sighs> drinking days of the year. Oh, it's it's definitely. And you know, I'm I'm not going to spend it drinking. I'm going to spend it sleeping in my hotel room until my showtime tonight. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, if, if you are drinking, uh, be responsible. Take an Uber. It's worth it. A goober. A goober. A goober. Take a goober. Uh, anyway, uh, the brackets. It's the bracket brawl. Oh. Have, you, have you been doing in that? Uh, you know, I told you, I can't fill out one of those things to save my life. Uh, yeah. I bet on one game yesterday. I yeah. bet on uh, Asheville. Uh, they, they, all they had to do was lose by less than 17 points. My buddy told me it was a sure thing. I was at Mohegan. I threw 25 bucks on it 
and they promptly lost by 33 points. So, oh, well, there you go. It's, uh, <laughs> that's that's my betting experience at you know, college I, uh, basketball. I don't uh, necessarily always trust people who say, oh, yeah, dude, this is a sure thing. Oh, sorry, man. I was totally wrong on that. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say, yeah. and, uh, and I will say that uh, he also put me in for a $10 teaser bet or a parlay on the Orlando Magic game. Yeah. And I came – Two things away out of like ten things, two guys they missed by two points. If they had scored two points each, those two guys, I would have won four hundred and thirty or four hundred forty three dollars on ten bucks. If if they had done that, if only. if if my grandmother if, had wheels, she would have been a bicycle. Listen, I'll, I'll give you the advice my tenth grade science teacher and also my football coach gave to me. You played football? Yeah, I did, Mister Nagel. If ifs and buts were candy and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. <laughs> that's a was, good. That's if, a that's a great football coach imitation. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, saying. Yeah, his name was Smackers. Smackers. Well, his name was Mister McNally, and we called him Smackers. Smackers, yeah. the coach. What did you play? What position? Uh, I don't. Whatever uh, the dumb lineman one. Whatever okay. That yeah, one was. I would say you don't have much of a receiver running back. Look I played about a you. right guard for the most for the most part. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty good though. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, you want to get back into basketball, go to rock102.com right now. Make your picks before the first game, uh, which was yesterday. So uh, you can't do that. <laughs> I just read that. I'm like, what? That was yesterday. I was thinking it was. But you can still get in on the tournament, and you could get the $500 cash card. Now, if you haven't signed up, you're not going to be able to win the million dollars. But you got to go now because you can get the $500 cash card. It's the Bracket Brawl presented by Bud Light. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy. The Hangar Pub and Grill. And of course, Rock 102. Excellent. I love the hangar. That is a good place, by the way. Great place. The golden barbecue wings are my favorite. Oh, my gosh. The gold fever or whatever yeah, they gold call that. Gold fever sauce. wings. Yeah, yeah those are really good. Anyway, it is 628 with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni. And we got news coming up next on Rock 102. Come and celebrate. It is 630 at Rock 102, and it's time for news brought to you by, well, absolutely nobody. How about that? <laughs> There's nobody there. Marty. And now, local radio icon, Steve Nagel. Oh, as I was going over the Carpenter Mountains, I met Captain Toro and the bunny he was counting. I did lose my pistol and didn't produce my rapier, saying, Stand and deliver, I just got to deliver, I'm sorry, ring the blue, da ba da. Whack ball the daddy oh, whack ball the daddy oh, there's whiskey in the jar. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. (laughs) With uh, today being St. Patrick's Day, local businesses are hoping to find the gold at the end of the rainbow. Oh, yeah. Uh, 22 News had uh, how O'Brien's Corner was planning to enjoy the holiday today. Uh, This weekend, they're hoping to see a bigger crowd than the last few years as they prepare to celebrate it with full flair. Full flair. Woo! Full Ric Flair or just full flair? Starting right now with breakfast, welcoming the Colleen's and their families, then carries out throughout the day with specials like corned beef and cabbage along with fish and chips. Mark uh, plans to dress up as a leprechaun, saying there is something special about watching the holiday unfold. That's Mark Holland from O'Brien's Corner. I could personally attest to the fact that their corned beef and cabbage is fantastic. And so is their scotch in the morning for breakfast. Well, <laughs> I go well, there a lot. Isn't that what scotch and eggs is? It's pretty much that, scotch yeah. eggs. Is that what scotch eggs is? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. I don't know. <laughs> That's what I always thought it was. Yeah. It was I have gotten and eggs and scotch. Daddy-o. 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 Daddy-o.
So there you go. Uh, just be careful out there today. You don't yeah. want to get uh, get an Uber this weekend today if you're doing the road race, all that, the parade. Ugh. Well, you should get an Uber anytime. You know how much a DUI is. A lot of money. I mean, let alone the fact that you might kill somebody, but uh, you're talking like <laughs> second you know, afterthought. You're talking at least five to ten thousand dollars. At least, yeah. Uh, and a life altering, life altering thing. Way better to just go get yourself an Uber, spend twenty bucks or whatever it is, yeah. or, or get like five of your drunk friends together, pool together your money. It's like three dollars a piece. You know? Yeah, I guess you could do that yeah, too. Sure. Uh, Massachusetts State Police are seeking the public's help in locating a tractor trailer that allegedly left a multi-vehicle accident on I-91 northbound yesterday. You know, I come on, I, I come down uh, uh, Converse Street, yep, uh, right on to, you know Route Five onto 91, and the traffic is back. You can see it as far. You know, that was probably about 11 o'clock yesterday morning. This is what happened. Police say a tractor trailer struck a Honda sedan. Sent it into the median. The impact created a damage to the Honda and injured the driver. The driver is known as a 61-year-old long middle woman who now has suffered a serious injury to her arm. Police described the tractor-trailer to have sustained damage to his passenger-side fuel tank and caused a large spill on the highway that went into the Connecticut River waterway. Witnesses say the, that were in the area said the tractor-trailer had been pulling a white or silver trailer. However, a description of the cab that was also involved could not be determined, according to the police. The cab uh, should have damage to the passenger side and a ruptured or damaged side fuel tank. That's surprising that nobody would get a... In today's day and age with cameras all over the... They're going to get this guy. There's no doubt. You know what? They have the cameras. They just got to go back and get them, yeah. get the footage. And Look at the stuff. timeline on it, see mm -hmm. the truck, or go to like all the, the three different truck stops you know, between here and Sturbridge, and they're going to find the well, guy. There was that poor kid up in Hadley who got hit by a van uh, back in October. Yeah. And uh, luckily, he's he's on the men, but he okay. was in, he was seriously injured in that, and it was a hit and run. It was when it was one of these white Ford Econoline vans that are so hard to you know de decipher. But I I have a feeling that they're gonna wind up catching that guy. Oh yeah, well I mean, it, like you say, there's cameras everywhere now. You, you know well, what I mean? that was the thing, and they were showing surveillance footage from like miles away from the thing. Like, oh yeah, we got this on on footage. Nobody has a clear uh, thing of the license plate because of the speed of the vehicle you know, oh, okay, driving yeah, yeah. by some of these businesses and stuff. But yeah, there's all these different kinds of evidence that you can piece um, together. Unless you happen to do auto body in your garage, yeah. you know someone's going to see a ruptured fuel tank on the side of a, a truck and put two and two together. I would imagine that's got to be an expensive one too. Not only did you cause an accident that caused bodily harm and everything else, but you you made a, a gas spill into the river. The DEP and everything else involved. You know what, though, uh, depend. And I'm not saying I don't know anything about the details of this yeah. story. But let's just say the guy's under the influence. Sure, it's better to hit and run and get caught. No, I'm serious. Yeah. This and is, get this, caught than and, and get, get caught yeah. later. When I went to Westfield State years ago, yeah. there was. Yeah, and we learned about this in my communication law class okay. because it it became like a topic. Yeah. Somebody destroyed that entranceway brick thing that says oh, yeah. Westfield State yeah. College. Well, at college at the time back then. Yeah. Somebody destroyed that at like two o'clock in the morning, and there was no cameras back then to to you know to find it. Find it, and it turned out it was a student at the school who then parked his car, you know, half a mile away down in that like uh, south lot uh, yeah. thing that they have down there. 
They then found the car like a day later saying, okay, well, this damage matches up with the thing. Well, the kid got charged with hit and run and leaving the scene of an accident. But not a DUI. But not a DUI. Uh. And when they put the cartoon in the student newspaper, (laughs) and it says on the bottom of the cartoon, to the drunk who hit the sign, next time it could be a child. You know, it was like one of these things. And then the law teacher says, guess what? You have just created a libel situation because you're accusing this person of being drunk when you have no evidence of this person being drunk at all. Fair point. Yeah. So so your point is to the alleged track the trailer truck driver. To the allegedly truck trailer driver. You have to just be careful you with do the that. way you yeah. word it. According to Mass DOT, the fuel spill on 91 uh, closed the two left lanes of traffic in the MGM ramp while the crews cleaned up. I-91 North and Springfield reopened around 1.30. After the mass DOT, the Department of Environmental Protection and the Federal Environmental Protection Agency led an extensive cleanup for the spill for about three hours. If you have any information regarding this crash, you're asked to call the Massachusetts State Police Barracks. You know, not, not even the weirdest tractor-trailer truck crash on that part of the highway. If you remember years back, there was a tractor-trailer truck crash that was carrying uranium-spent fuel rods from a nuclear reactor. Do you remember that? Yes, I do remember I that. I still think of that when I drive down that thing because I said, I bet you that whole thing's irradiated. <laughs> they, can, they can't rebuild the highway, so they're just like, yeah, it's fine. It's safe. You know? Oh, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I don't even know it makes that shaky sound when you drive <laughs> over it. Just a little uranium on the – it's no problem. We cleaned up the uranium. You know, I don't think that's how it works. Oh, my God. I can't believe I didn't lead with this story, Marty. Oh, what's the story, Steve? Three bears were spotted in Hatfield. <laughs> What kind of bears, Steve? Three bears could be seen walking on camera through a viewer's yard in Hatfield Thursday night. This is from 22. This is how they get their news. Okay. Send us something. Yeah. There's bears in my yard. Ooh, we'll make it a feature story. <laughs> the uh, video shared to uh, 22 News was taken around 8.21 p.m. Thursday near Plantation Road in Hatfield. One larger bear and two smaller bears can be seen walking along the tree line of the viewer's yard. Massachusetts is the third most densely populated state in the country for black bears. There are approximately 4,500 black bears in the state, and they're expanding eastward. If you have a bear in your yard, do not approach it or get close to it, especially if it's a cub. Making loud noises can help scare the bear away. Plot to us, what if it was just uh, three large, hairy uh, gay gentlemen that were walking through? You know they call they call each other bears. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure that's that's what they're getting. At okay, here. these right. are actually animals. Oh, okay. All right. So if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, if you safely if you can safely take photos of wildlife in your community, email them to reportit at wwlp.com. Oh, hey, there's a lady on TikTok that has uh, bears that come into her house. She's trained them to open the door. They come in their house, and then she tells them to sit like a dog, and she gives them a treat. I saw recently some woman doing that with uh, yeah. raccoons. She was doing the oh, yeah. same thing. She's like, oh, ladies, they, they come right up to the window and you feed them, and then they uh, they do tricks for you. Yeah, my my uh, my friend in West Springfield, Walt, my friend's Ra- Walt and Robin, they live right near the reservoir there in West Springfield. They have raccoons that come every night on their deck, and they feed the raccoons hot dogs and fruit and everything else, and they can feed them right out of their hand. They'll sit right in their lap and everything. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm See, and I'm a crazy person. I'm the guy that when they're warning you, don't approach the bears, don't try to pet the bears. I'm the guy that would definitely do that and get mauled. 
Yeah, hundred percent. Probably would. hundred percent. We used to have uh, Julie Tremel. Do you know who Julie Tremel is? I, I know the name. She was a news reporter here at Twenty Two News, why. and then she went to Rhode Island, and then she made it. Uh, she became, I would say, maybe more infamous than famous by doing this video of how to scare a bear away, and she's doing all these crazy antics. And Jimmy Kimmel or uh, Jimmy Fallon picked it up and and put it on his show, and of course the whole video goes viral. She then got fired for doing that because why? it was unprofessional. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. She. What did she do? What did? How did she scare the bears? It was. It was very uh, overacted. Oh, okay. It was like, you know, but but it was funny enough to be featured. <laughs> you know, like on a late night talk I'm, show. Can you imagine? You have to explain to your next employer. I got fired because I was. Uh, I was overacting. <laughs> I don't think you can hide that. No, like I think everybody no. knows it's a, it's a small industry. Once you know again, what I mean? like, yeah, yeah, right. You know, you're, the you're the bear girl for the rest of your career. Well, like radio people know a lot of other radio people. TV people know a lot of other TV people. Yep. Uh, word doesn't word travels pretty fast in these <laughs> industries. Uh, speaking of Twenty Two News, they've been informing and working for the people of Western Massachusetts for seventy years. They began broadcasting on March seventeenth, nineteen fifty three. Probably John Quill was uh, one of the original people, I think, over there. He's the original hey, weather guy. Our first hot news reporter <laughs> hasn't even been born yet. <laughs> yeah. The station first went on the air as a UHF channel, 61, and was uh, an NBC affiliate from the start. And WWLP has the distinction of being one of the first UF television, UHF television stations in the country. Wow. Yeah. And uh, now they've uh, they're they're killing it with these news stories. We we went from actually reporting news to just telling you what we saw from the truck. We just saw it. Oh my god! You should have seen it. It was crazy. There was an accident and fuel went into the river. There was like a big sheen and it was all rainbow colory and stuff. It was crazy. <laughs> well, seventy years of that, you know. Oh, seventy years of that. Wish him uh, seventy more. Pr- pretty damn long good time, I yeah. would say, to be in the in the news business. That is, yeah. Uh, let's see if we got. Uh, well, there's no really what else you got in here? We got. Uh, we got, well, we, I want to talk about St. Patrick's Day coming up uh, after seven o'clock. Sure. Because I want to get into uh, where you can find the best corned beef around here today. Can we sing Wild Rover this time instead of Whiskey in a Jar? We can sing whatever Irish tune that uh, tickles your fancy. Oh, there. great, Steve. Yeah. Uh, police have a dangerous job, but being a criminal comes with its own set of occupational hazards. Oh. <laughs> a 35-year-old thief in Oakland, California, was crushed to death by a Prius the other day while trying to steal the catalytic converter. It happened around 3 in the morning last Friday. Someone called the cops to report a possible theft, but when they got there, it was too late. It sounds like he used a car jack to lift the Prius up, and it slipped. The catalytic converter was still intact, but he had a backpack full of cutting tools next to him. This is actually becoming a fairly common thing now. Just last Tuesday, a guy used a, a guy to use car lot in Georgia got crushed to death while trying to steal a catalytic converter. So that's two of those stories in the same week. I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go a little bit outside the bounds of what we usually do here when we do news because I remember you told me we don't really uh, make fun of people who die you know we try not to but as somebody who owned a Prius and had the catalytic converter stole off the bottom of his car right in his driveway in under ninety seconds yeah and uh, had to spend over a thousand dollars to get a new catalytic converter uh, good 
Good that you're dead. It I'm does, happy. Oh, stop. <laughs> kind of. It does make you feel a little good, though, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's, that, yeah. to me, is the most feel-good story yeah. we've reported all week. Uh, and, and a thief near L.A. was killed last month when a woman was sleeping in her SUV, woke up mid-theft, didn't know he was under there, and ran him over. I mean, also... Pretty great. <laughs> well, you know that's the you know this whole thing where people say f around and find out, right? Like this is the consequence that you that could happen to you. You climb under the car, yeah. the car falls on you, or oops, I happen to put it in reverse and back over you three or four times. Yeah. So be it. Sorry, occupational hazard, as you say, Steve. Now let me ask you this: yeah. Would you rather be? Would you rather suffer a horrible death like that underneath the car, or would you rather be memorialized on the rear windshield from all your friends after you've done that deed? In white shoe polish? In white shoe polish, yeah. <laughs> the Hoyoke send-off? Is that what you're talking about? I don't about? know what you're talking about. It's uh, <laughs> 644, the Pioneer Valley forecast today. It is going to be uh, mostly cloudy with a high of 58. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 49. It's 30 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. This spring, Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It is 652 and Aerosmith on Rock 102. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be mostly cloudy with a high of 58. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 49. It's 30 in downtown Springfield. Again, if you're just joining us, Marty Caproni is sitting in for Bax this week uh, because Bax will be back on Monday. He's not dead and he's not fired <laughs> and he's not suspended either. As no. People thought. He was just sick. So it- he will be back uh and ready to go on Monday morning. Well, I can tell you this. I mean, obviously, I love Bax, uh, and uh, I'm happy that he's on the mend and uh, feeling better. But uh, this has been a real fun week for me, Steve. I really enjoyed myself, uh, and I've enjoyed all the listeners and the the crazy response I get from people walking around. It's awesome. It's great. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, uh, of response, you know, we had been talking this week about Peloton instructors Oh, and Steve, how, you all yeah, hop on the bike yeah. and pedal oh, hard. You want another juicy push on this long road, love. <laughs> Let's just go. And, uh, you know, I said, I really can't stand that that British voice. Well, I go to the uh, the parent pickup line at my kid's school yesterday, <laughs> and uh, Miss Sue, who is a very, very nice lady, okay, and uh, she says, I heard from somebody you don't like the English voice. Do you need a little English English voice for your Peloton? Your fancy little Peloton? Now you're now you're last in the school pickup line no matter what. Oh, Easy yeah. way over there, Steve, for your kid. Well, you know what? I, I actually was last in the school pickup line yesterday. And I think I might will be now for the rest of <laughs> the rest of the school year, just, well, just listen, because we love we love English people. Yeah, we do. I, I, it's more about what I was trying to make the point about was the the way they keep talking in these videos. Some of these instructors, and there's some of them. Like there's the one girl from California. She's obviously not British. Sure, but it's like, yeah, okay, you're nice to look at and everything, but you keep talking like, and she keeps. <laughs> But they keep talking. She keeps talking about like her. Like I get it. You're from California. Like uh, it's all this California references and you know. Oh yeah, that's what we do it on the West Coast. It's how that's we how we do it out here. Yeah, man. All right, kick it up another extra notch. All right, resistance to the right. They should just have somebody uh, dump a bucket of mud on her right now from all the mud yeah, slides. Yeah, yeah, this is how we do it in California. Uh, but uh, <laughs> you know, you know, for for, for all. Uh, those people who live in tents and swim with poipuses. Um, 
it's it's a great program. Like the, the yeah. thing that I'm doing is pretty cool. You know, if I could afford a Peloton, Steve, I would probably try. Yeah, know? but see, I didn't buy a brand new one. I bought one off Facebook Marketplace. You and just, you, so what you do is you go buy these things. All these people who bought them brand new during the pandemic right. are trying to get rid of them now. So if you can get it for less than <laughs> half of what they paid for. It. But then do you got to pay monthly for it? You got to pay, uh, it's $45 a month. I mean, you could just get a regular exercise bike for like 20 bucks and then subscribe to, I guess, an OnlyFans. You could, and, yeah, and do the same <laughs> do thing. Do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, one more juicy push, love. One more juicy push. It's a full new yeah. Peloton. It's a long road ahead. A long, flat road. Uh, it is uh, 6.55. We'll talk about St. Patrick's Day coming up uh, after 7 o'clock. Find out where the best corned beef is in the area. That's, oh, uh, boy. There's a big article about that and uh, on, on 22 News. So I'm sure they're probably wrong. They're probably, they, <laughs> yeah. have the, they have it wrong. Yeah. Well, you never know. You yeah. know they could be right. <laughs> we'll find out. We'll find out. It's uh, 6.56 with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock 102. <laughs> Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 706 and ACDC on Rock 102. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today. Going to be cloudy with a high of 58 tomorrow. Sunny with a high of 49. It is 30 right now in downtown Springfield. If you're just joining us and you're like, who the hell is this other guy on the radio with Nagel? It's uh, Marty, comedian Marty Caproni who's been filling in all week for Bax. Bax is out sick. He will be back on Monday. There's no other news other than that. <laughs> Everyone are, is so worried. Well, they're all like, uh, you know, because he was very open about his uh, his like his AFib thing uh, oh, on the, the air yeah. back uh, like a year ago, a year you know, over a year ago, and uh, so everybody like you know they're on uh, Bax's death watch. Yeah, <laughs> and they're like. Oh, is he okay? I'm like, he's fine. He's I, got the sniffles. He'll be okay. Yeah, he picked the yeah. best week to be sick in the middle of a blizzard, you know? In the middle of a blizzard and, uh, you know, probably one of the biggest drunken weeks uh, on the yeah. face of the planet. You get to a certain age, you don't want to deal with that stuff anymore. It's and uh, you're probably better off at home. Yeah, he's but he is like the Ferris Bueller of Western Mass, the amount of people that express concern over him you know yeah but i will tell you this i'm i'm glad he's uh i'm glad he's on the mend and he'll be back but i'm sad that uh i'm sad that i won't be here i've really enjoyed my time here steve it's been a it's been an absolute blast well i got a little treat for you because you made a request a few minutes ago oh really i spent all my money on whiskey and beer I never will play the Wild Rover no more Cause it's no name, never Right, Hob, you're We never no more Will I play the Wild Rover Only never no more Yeah, it's St. Patrick's Day Thank Happy St. Patrick's Day Thanks, the half-Irish in me is uh, is really thankful for that I'm uh, I'm only Irish on the lower half, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, hey. Looks like a fingerling potato. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, whoa, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey, hey, oh. One of the top stories on uh, 22 News this morning. Where is the best place to get corned beef and cabbage in Massachusetts for St. Patrick's Day? See, the headline on the front page, where is the best place to get corned beef in Western Mass? And then, it say, then you click on the story and it says... All of Massachusetts. Ah, yeah. well, listen, I love O'Brien's. I do love the, their corned beef. But if I have to guess, and I'm going to guess, can you tell me if it's on the list? 
the Black Rose in Boston. Is that on the list? Uh, or do you uh, not see the list? No, it ain't never no more. Well, I've hit a wild rover. No, it ain't never no more. Uh, you know what? They did... Even though it says Massachusetts, they only put Western Massachusetts. Uh, <laughs> so why don't you guess a place in Western Massachusetts that can help you? Uh, all right. All right. So I guess, though, Brian says it didn't make the list. Whew. I got to go other Irish. Other Irish. Nathan Bills. Nathan Bills is not on the list. Ah, yeah. That one hurts. Uh, we'll start with, we'll go backwards. Okay. We'll go from number 12. Right. The Still Bar and Grill in uh, in Agawam. In Agawam? Yeah. Well, they got a good chef over there. They really do. Yeah. They, got, they got some good. Did View Street Tavern make it? Did Chef Larry make it? No, View Street Tavern did not make oh, it. That, did he make corned beef and cabbage? I, that, he, he, that guy can cook anything. He's, He's amazing. Do, but is he doing it? I See, think so, yeah. This, I think, is how, this is how you get to be yeah. on a list. You have to actually be consistent. No, I think they're doing it. Right on, go. No, they never no more. Well, I did a wild rover. No, they never no more. Uh, Sherwood Shop. Sherwood Shop. That's at 437 Wells Road in Beckett. <laughs> so if you feel like taking a trip all the way out to Beckett today, you can go to the Sherwood Shop. I, yeah, I'd rather just go to Ireland. Yeah. It'd be quicker. <laughs> uh, Donovan's Irish Pub at oh. the uh, Eastfield Mall. Makes sense. They got one there. Uh, and then uh, the Harp Irish Pub. That's on Sunderland Road in Amherst. Okay. Uh, makes sense. Uh, number makes sense. eight is Bonnie B's in Greenfield. Uh, Greenfield? Never been there. No. <laughs> I've heard things. I've well, heard. I've been there. I just <laughs> didn't want to stay for very long. I think I've spent the, ma- the most time I've ever spent in Greenfield was two hours, and that was for a comedy show for a firefighter's uh. retirement party at like one in the afternoon on a Sunday. <laughs> Where everybody was not into comedy. You know what I'm uh, talking yeah, about? No. Yeah. I, I like Greenfield. In fact, the mayor of Greenfield, uh, she's a Facebook friend of mine. She's a nice lady. Very Is nice Is it uh, Miss Widgatner? Yes. Widgatner. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Her daughter's a, a friend of mine, too. They're great people. Number seven, the Irish Ale House on Worthington Street in Springfield. That obviously makes sense. What is that? Is that the old... Um, is that the old... Uh, <sighs> You're going to oh ask God, me. I know what you're now I say. can't remember the name of it's the pub. something Barrel or Oak Barrel or something. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. All yeah. right. Well, it's that old place. They have an open mic on Wednesdays. Maverick Prasad uh, well, runs it. Rusty's Place oh. on Hamden Street in Holyoke. Doesn't sound Irish, but it's in Holyoke, so it's got to be good. It's got to be uh, probably yeah. this time of year because I've yeah. never heard of Rusty's Place other than... <laughs> This mentioning in this article. Maybe not to say op- Rusty's place ain't a bad place. I just don't know where it is. And maybe he just opens. Maybe he just opens for this week. <laughs> Mimos in West Springfield. Ah, what a breakfast those people do. Mrs. Mitchell's Kitchen at number four. That's the one Some in Holyoke. Some lady named Mrs. Mitchell. No, or? that's the one in Holyoke at the corner of two hundred two and Homestead Avenue. Oh it's yeah, in the yeah, plaza yeah. there. Yeah, I know the, exactly. Uh, Strum's yeah. Deli. Yeah. Uh, Jake's Restaurant in Northampton. They do make good food up there. They Jake's. really do. Jake's does. Yep. Uh, Collins Tavern, my uh, your your spot, my spot, my favorite place to go. That's number two on the list. Wow, look at Collins coming through. Yeah, but number two, I would have put that up at number one. Wow, and number one, are you ready? Are you ready? Number one is right here, less than point one miles away from this radio station. Is Coughlin's Place in East Longmeadow? So Coughlin's place has been crowned the top place to get corned beef and cabbage. 
Congratulations to Coughlin's. Place. Are, you, are you in the mood for corned beef and cabbage? I mean, I'm Irish, so I'm always in the mood for corned beef and cabbage. I wonder if we could order some and you can go get it for us. I mean, I would do it if they if Coughlin's wanted to whip some up right real quick. I don't know if Coughlin's wants to do that or not. <laughs> We'd have to pay for it, which oh, uh, well, know, I don't have that kind of money. I know, I know, you don't want to do that. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that was uh, that was surprising. That Coughlin's place was number one. I'm very disappointed that View Street didn't make the list. Chef Larry, uh, I'm very, I, I, I object. <laughs> you I'm filing object. a formal protest. Now, where, uh, where do you, you now? You're doing shows all weekend long. Uh, I am down doing... at uh, Mohegan Sun. In right. fact, we're gonna have Lenny on in uh, about an hour and a half, right? Uh, What's uh, have you been to St. Patrick's Day at a casino before? Uh, I have. I have. Do they have like uh, what's going on? Like what do they do at the at a Mohegan Sun? At uh, Mohegan Sun today, uh, believe it or not, I know this. Uh, the Lansdowne Pub at Mohegan, the, the Irish place there at Mohegan Sun. It's yeah. a, a pub bar. They're doing a huge Irish bash, and they're going to have corned beef and cabbage and shepherd's pie and all of the uh, all of the staples of Irish cuisine. Oh, that sounds uh, pretty damn good. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to probably like. be sleeping, but you know. You're gonna sleep in. I'm gonna. Well, I'm gonna go back. And so I only slept for a couple hours. You know, I had to get up at three in the morning and head back here. You know, so yeah, I was. Uh, I was invited to, to go on like from from View Street. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you should come along with this uh, this bus trip we're going on. Uh, for, for it leaves from View Street and it goes to the road race. Yeah, sa- I think that's Saturday, and then yeah. we have uh, trailer trash play. Yeah. Now listen. Uh, if you hear me poo-poo on any of these uh, these celebrations i my opinion really doesn't matter no <laughs> it's not going to stop these places from making money and, no. and you know what i'm all about businesses making money i just don't want to be in that crowd not because uh i don't like holyoke or not because right. it's just i'm getting to that age where it's just too much like i don't want to be around a ton of other people we're old now, you know what I mean. Like the, I, I, that's a young man's sport. When you watch, you know, people throwing up left and right yeah. and uh, throwing up green beer and all that stuff. I don't have it in me either. I don't. You know, I, I'll, ha- I'll, you know what I'll do tonight? I'll have a nice Irish whiskey. I'll probably have one of those before the show. Maybe one after. Maybe two. Maybe four. Maybe but- three in between. <laughs> yeah, but that's it. <laughs> well, you got, you got to make sure you drink enough whiskey to get to the roots of your Irish heritage. Well. <laughs> And when you can blow up a car at the end of the show, you've succeeded. You want to hear a crazy? You want a crazy story? I feel like I do one a day. A crazy story about my family. Um, So my my mother's oldest sister, Margaret, uh, who ended up marrying an Italian, she became Margaret Scaglarini instead Mm -hmm. of Margaret Barry. Yeah, I grew up on Hungry Hill, Rimmon Ave. My uh, my cousin uh, Bobby Skaggs, Bob Scaglarini. He uh, when my mother's older sister passed, not long after my mother. He was going through her stuff, and there was a letter from for my grandmother, and the letter was from a general in the Irish Republican Army thanking personally my grandmother because she was the biggest fundraiser in the area for the IRA. Oh, really? And I asked my mother, you know, I asked my other aunt about it, and she's like, oh, your mother never told you. I said, well, she, she mentioned some stuff. He said, yeah. She said she used to go on Sundays after church all through the Hungry Hill door to door and collect money for the IRA. Ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So my my family has a little heritage there, a little Irish heritage. 
So isn't the, they were like the the Irish terrorists, weren't they? The I mean, IRA? it depends on your perspective, Steve. <laughs> I don't want to. Listen, I do not want to yeah. make your English car lady upset right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like you know, that isn't that wasn't that the whole thing with the blowing up the cars and the Protestants and the Catholics yes. and all that. So yeah. is, are you Protestant or are you Catholic? No, we're Catholic. Oh, we're Catholic. Uh, the Protestant that was the uh, that was the English side of this whole thing, you yeah. know, the occupation basically is what it was, you know, as we refer to it. But uh, I don't want to do I don't want to do or say anything on here that un unwinds the peace agreement treaty that Bill Clinton put in place that still stands there. But uh, I think the last time I had an interaction with an Irish person was uh, probably about thirty years ago when um, uh, this guy shows up to my parents' front door trying to sell encyclopedias. <laughs> He was from Ireland. He was an Irish. He was an Irish exchange student, and oh, wow. I, and I and like I thought he was like faking it. Yeah, in yeah, the yeah. Beginning, but then you realize then he was in school that later that year when when September started. He had come. It was like in August. He's going door to door selling. Would you like to buy an encyclopedia about Hanukkah? Ah, the history is all wrong about Ireland, though. <laughs> we we uh, we hired a girl at View Street actually, yeah. a bartender. And nice girl. She's younger. She's like a UMass student or something like that. And uh, when I first met her, I go, where is your accent from? And she's like, I'm from Ireland. She, yeah. she came here when she was like in sixth grade or something like that. We still have, I, I would take Western Mass's Irish population and put it up against almost anywhere but Boston. Like we still have a huge Irish contingent here. Oh, I mean, look at our country. Oh, because of the because of the Holyoke yeah. thing. Yeah, we got yeah. Richie Neal. I mean, you couldn't get more Irish than that for crying out loud. Well, when you when you claim you got the what is it, the biggest parade or something, isn't it? The, yeah, Holyoke is one of the biggest Irish parades in the world. I think it's like in the top two or three or something like that. How do they world. measure that though? Because I mean, it's two hours just like any other parade is. I think they measure by how many people are throwing up green beer along the parade route. <laughs> well, vomit all up along High Street. Yeah, they, right? they, they. It's a family day, they tell yeah. you, and then you go and you're like, you would never take your kids there again yeah it looks like uh it looks like somebody took a green paintball gun and splattered city hall steps with it <laughs> pretty much yeah <laughs> throwing up green beer left and right it is uh it is 7 19 we have a uh, guest uh, co-host comedian marty caproni with us in the studio while Bax will be back on monday uh and we'll do uh we'll do other stuff it's 7 19 it's Bax and nagel and rock 102 G- Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It is 726 in the Rolling Stones on Rock 102. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be mostly cloudy with a high of 58. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 49. Looking at 30 right now in downtown Springfield. Comedian Marty Caproni sitting in for Bax this week. Uh, Bax will be back on Monday. Happy to be here still. Sad sad that this is my last day, but uh, grateful and happy to be here. Are you really that happy to be here? I really am. I really even even with the schedule, you know. I'm going to enjoy sleeping in on Monday, but other than that, I'm going to I'm going to miss it. It's what been you fun. Get, uh, 5 minutes of sleep last night. Uh, about 2 hours, Steve, about 2 hours and 10 minutes if I'm keeping track. So walk us through a night. You go you go do a comedy show. What time does that start now? So, okay, so example, I uh, got done here yesterday, you know, got out of here around whatever it was, 10 or whatever. Got down to the casino around one or two, uh, checked in, uh, passed out, basically get up, go to the comedy club. You got to be there about an hour early, check in with them for the weekend, and then uh, prep your set, and then uh, get on stage, tell a whole bunch of jokes, make people laugh, get off stage, shake hands, kiss babies, do all that stuff. By the time you get out of there, by the time, you know, it was, you know, you get around midnight by the time you're 
going to bed and then uh, crack out of bed at three something in the morning and uh, run to the garage, get in my car and drive here. That's crazy. Yeah. That's and, I, what, and I'm complaining that I was in bed by 745 instead of 730 <laughs> last night. I, You know what it is, though? I'm used to a wacky schedule because, like, yeah. when I travel for this, you know, sometimes, you know, if I do, like, Edmonton, Canada, I got to get up at 2 in the morning. I got to drive to Logan. I got to park, you know, go through TSA, do the whole thing, fly out at, like, 6 in the morning on the first plane out. Stop in like Toronto, get a connector, or and you know, and then it flies me to either Seattle or right to Edmonton. You get off by the time you're done, everything that day is about uh, a 20 something, 23 hour day by the time you're you're back going to bed and you're trying not to fall asleep when you're like getting ready to go on yeah. stage. Well, I'm glad you'll be driving safely back to Connecticut this morning. Yes, uh, I'll, I'll be uh, fine. I have your five hour energy yeah. shot. Thanks for giving me, I've never had one of those before, yeah. but I'm feeling it. It's feeling pretty good, isn't it? Feels it feels good. I, yeah. mean, I feel pretty awake, you know? If you buy them from Costco, they're a hell of a lot cheaper than buying them individually <laughs> in the store. <laughs> if you get them at the convenience store, you don't know exactly what you're getting either, you know? Well, plus you're paying like $4 for each one, where yeah. this one you're only paying about a buck for them, well, a little less than a buck. Well, I'll tell you yeah. what, it's working. That and the coffee together, it's definitely working. Uh, you know what does it for me? You know what works for me? What's that? Bacon and Brews. And it's coming this spring. Built by Dave Miner Exper- Exterior Home Improvements. You can join us at the Log Cabin on Sunday, April 23rd from noon to 3 p.m. for a bacon and craft beer-themed bash. Admission includes all kinds of bacon-inspired bites prepared by the Log Cabin chefs. And, there, of course, there'll be a cash bar with a selection of craft beers to please your palate like Loophole Brewing. Back East Brewing, uh, Amherst Brewing Company, and Swing Oil Brewing Company, plus live music from Yellow Nine, uh, games, and more. Early bird tickets are on sale now at rock102.com. Why wouldn't you buy them now before the price goes up? I got to tell you, man, uh, my mouth's watering just thinking about beer and bacon. If I'm around, I might go to that thing. You, you got to be uh, 21 or older to attend with a positive ID. It's Bacon and Brews, April 23rd at the Log Cabin in Holyoke, built by Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements, and of course, Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 7.30. we got news coming up next at Rock 102. It's 7.32 at Rock 102, and it's time for news. Brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Rent the all-electric Ionic 5 for 28 days, and it includes insurance. Try it before you buy it. And now, local radio icon Steve Nagel. Oh, yeah! Uh-huh. It's actually one. Tommy from Dorchester. <laughs> and we're, right, Tommy. It's, it's Sully over here from Roxburgh. We are getting off the Blarney blowout. <laughs> Straight from UMass all the way to downtown Holyoke for the road race tomorrow, uh, bitches. I got my I got my gallon of Borg, my blackout gallon. Your Borg, bring your Borgs, <laughs> bring your Spuckies from the Cumbies, and let's go, baby! <laughs> Oh my god, I'm going to leave from the View Street Tavern at 10 o'clock in the morning and I'm going to get back there at 6 o'clock at night and I'll be puking all over the cabin of the god. Wicked awesome. (laughs) It is St. Patrick's Day if you didn't know that. (laughs) It'd be real awkward if it wasn't. You got that caught in my throat there. Uh, but lots of stuff going on. Though tomorrow's the big road race down in Holyoke. Uh, people are going to be uh, getting getting the drinks on. Oh man, God bless all of you that are running that thing. You're better people than I am. Uh, what do you get the the Race Street uh, pub down there? Uh, is that's that still where, there? Well, that's where they that's where they kick off the. Uh, the oh, the, okay. that's kind of like where the big party starts and ends oh, down there. I thought you were talking about the old Race Street. 
No. Oh. No. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. <laughs> uh, Brennan's has a big party. I know Brennan's that. got a big party yep. up there. There's all, all those places. Sure. you got uh, something going on because you can't just uh, congregate in one area. There's so many people. Yeah. Like, this is, a, this is, this is great for the economy. To come back for Western Mass because what they say like it was something like two million dollars or something that gets brought to the area just in this weekend alone. It's a that race is a prestigious race too. The, the all like yeah. all the Kenyans that usually win in the Boston Marathon, the, the elite runners in the world, yeah, they run that Holyoke race as a warm up. Yeah, yeah, a lot of them are. It's hilly and it's you know it's yeah. it's a good conditioner for uh, for the marathon. I did it once. You did. You I wow. Did. You're a better man than I am. Uh, I did. I had to like. I started like you know, once you get to like right before you go up to, before you get to Schremerhorns. Yeah. You're like okay. I think we can walk now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's walk. People are just handing you beer on the yeah. side. I've seen that. You know. Well, because you're all you're doing is running uphill. I give up. I give those people who can finish that thing in 30 minutes or whatever. I, it's it's crazy. Crazy. You know who does minutes? that is uh, Shannon Martell, our friend Shannon there. Oh, yeah. She she's like, I might run it. I'm like, if I was running it, I would have to plot out my life over the last year to run this stupid race. <laughs> but like, just hop off the couch and go run it in 30 minutes. Like, I I I don't I can't imagine being in that kind of shape. But then again, you know, I don't own a Peloton, so I'm not conditioned. Oh, you should own a Peloton. You should get one <laughs> like I did. You mm-hmm. are you are a big Peloton should sponsor this show. You know, I'm trying to get somebody from Peloton. Like, I want one of the instructors to come on, not the English one. But uh, you know, <laughs> oh, uh, on easy, easy, Steve. Well, they got they got this uh, this other because they have studios. The Peloton has studios in like in California, New York, and really? L- and London. Okay. So like some of the you know the, the most of the ones that are live, like when I do them, are like they're from London because they're doing them at like six o'clock at night, and I'm doing it at one o'clock in the afternoon. Whatever, yeah. the, whatever, whatever the time difference is. Yeah. They're doing them live like that. So if you want, the, like, the American ones, you got to get up, like, early in the morning and do, like, the, the girl is out of New York. And the one girl out of New York is like this, yeah, let's go! <laughs> and she swears. Oh, I which like is, it. Yeah, she says the F word sometimes. <laughs> she says the S word. and. Is she- uh, is and she, she like move faster, you f and f? Well, <laughs> it's like you could tell she's uh, she's putting on the nice face for the cameras. Yeah, but I bet you she is like a she's you know because she's you have probably to, like one of those personal trainers that just like screams at her people. Like, yeah, fat what, tub. Yeah, you know, well, you have to when you're doing this Peloton things, you have to appease to everybody right. because there's every there's people from different skill levels. Yeah. But the ones that are, you know, if you really take the focus classes with her, then yeah. you pr- she's probably like, you know. Abusive. Yeah, but she's like, let's go! Hoorah! Hoorah! I, th- I, I would be exhausted just in the first three minutes. I'd be like, I can't deal with this. It's all, it's, Give it's, me a quiet Peloton instructor. It, it, it's, it takes some getting used to. <laughs> uh, Mass State uh, Police responded to a car struck by a tractor trailer on I-91 North in Springfield. According to the Mass State Police, the crash occurred around 9.15 a.m. yesterday where a tractor trailer sent the sedan into a median that injured the operator and damaged the Honda on I-91 northbound, passing the MGM Casino in Springfield. Officials confirmed a 61-year-old Longmeadow woman suffered a serious injury to her arm due to the impact of the crash. The tractor, or the tractor trailer fled the scene with damage to its passenger side of the fuel tank, causing fuel to spill along the highway and onto the Connecticut River uh, waterway. Wow. Yeah. Due to the spill, two lanes were closed on I-91 in downtown that caused heavy traffic in the area. Several agencies were able to clean up the spill for over three hours, and it contaminated a large area. 
Uh, state officials said witnesses described the tractor trailer to be white or silver with a ruptured or damaged passenger side fuel tank. The Springfield Police Bar- or State Police Barracks seeks the public's help in finding anyone who may have information and asked uh, and asking you to call them. You know what I was just thinking? We were talking about it earlier. How how they could try to find it with cameras and everything else. What if like some old school detective just showed up and he goes, "I got it," and he just takes a lighter and lights the gas trail and just goes goes all the way down two ninety one. Yeah, 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 <laughs> you yeah see right. A big fireball and he's like, "We got him." Oh, there he is. <laughs> there he he's is. He's right there. <laughs> he's right there. A uh, Louisiana man who was sentenced to 35 years in prison must also undergo chemical castration after he was convicted of raping a juvenile under the age of 13. Uh, Parish uh, Tapper, I don't even know how to say the county name, Parish District Attorney Scott Perot said uh, 34-year-old Ryan Clark pleaded guilty on March 1st to felony charges of second-degree rape, molestation of a juvenile under 13, and sexual battery. The investigation began in July of 2020 when deputies were notified of the assaults between Clark and a juvenile. A second possible victim was also discovered. The DA's office did not reveal further details about the crimes. On Tuesday, Clark was sentenced to 35 years in prison. The first 25 years of his sentence are to be served without the possibility of parole or benefits. Clark will receive credit for time served, must register as a sex offender for life, forfeit all parental rights to all children, and submit a chemical castr- submit to chemical castration upon release. I didn't know they did that. Well, you know, I, I hate to nerd out for you, but generally speaking, our law system here in the United States is based on English common law. But Louisiana is one of the only ones that's based on a French uh, justice system. So they do things a little different down there. And uh, I uh, support it. I support it. You know, I like your facts better than somebody else's <laughs> facts. Like that's interesting. Yeah, like I somebody else might, some other person, uh, my random person might have come in here and told that fact, and I would have been like, "Oh my god, this is ridiculous." <laughs> but you, you, it's the way you it's present it. Charming. It's charming. Yeah. I support. The, I, would, I mean, don't you think that 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 makes some reasonable sense? What bothers me in this state sometimes is the bails and everything are so low, and you, the criminal justice system they go through all this work of getting a conviction and everything else. And then the people just walk after like yeah. six months. You do something crazy like that, something terrible, and they absolutely know 100% you did it and you get convicted for it. I'm all about the chemical castration. Let's do it, baby. And he admitted to it. Oh, so then that's he, probably yeah. that you're probably right about right. that. That's probably one of those things where you can't do right. this if there's a reasonable doubt right. or the guy, you know, whatever. You know, I'll go split. one more. Don't even do it with yeah. chemical. Just, you know, do it the old fashioned way. <laughs> Yeah, let's get a let's get a wood vice and uh, yeah, take him to a vet. Pliers. Take him to a vet and have him neutered. The uh, drug was made legal in Louisiana in 2008. Former Governor Bobby Jindal signed the bill into law to impose drug treatments on those found guilty of certain crimes, including molestation of a juvenile, aggravated rape, forcible rape, and uh, all their, a lot of other kinds of sex crimes. Yeah, too. and if you're some creep <coughs> in uh, Louisiana, that's going to make you think twice. You're going to get your white windowless van and you're going to drive to a neighboring state to look for that puppy. You know? Yeah, I guess. That's how you <laughs> want to see it. The uh, injections are to be given at least one week before a convicted sex offender is released from prison. In 2022, Louisiana Senator Regina Barrow proposed a bill to allow surgical castration of sex offenders convicted of crimes involving victims under the age of uh, 13, but she later shelved her proposal. Uh, too bad. To physically remove uh, the bits and pieces. <laughs> the dingleberries. If you will. The w- if you will, <laughs> what's it? What's it? The wedding tackle. His twiggin' berries. Twiggin' berries. <laughs> the the twiggin' berries. <laughs>
Uh, let's see. Uh, here's a roundup of some pa- same other St. Patrick's Day madness. All right. All right. There's a list of the top ten lucky charms in Ireland, and it includes lucky underwear. Brings new meaning to the uh, slogan, hands off me lucky charms, <laughs> right? Don't you think? Uh, in a survey of 2,000 adults, 38% of people said they have lucky charms, but uh, and this is not the cereal. This oh. is the, like things that actually make okay, you lucky. Uh, but only 69% oh, right. giddy, giddy. of those people believe they, uh, they do bring good luck. So the other 31% think their lucky charms are useless because yeah. they're probably just pieces of jewelry. Sure. And and they still carry them around anyways? Yeah. Here's a, You know what I got out of that whole thing? I, now I'm just wondering, do they sell Lucky Charms cereal in Ireland? Probably not. Yeah. If there's anyone from Ireland, if they want to phone in. <laughs> no, th- stop opening the phones. <laughs> we'll do open lines after all 8 right, o'clock. All right, all uh, right. In the U.S., people are uh, prepared for their festive outfit by searching for stuff like green shirt, green sweatshirt, green crop top, green sweater, and green jeans. No green underwear, though. That no wasn't gr- part of the thing. Uh-huh. You know what, though? After a heavy night of corned beef and drinking, you probably want to go with a darker underwear, you know, like a black. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, you don't. All that corned beef and cabbage and green beer all day long. Oh, me underwear don't look so lucky. Uh, if you do wear green, go to Krispy Kreme. Participating locations are offering a free original glazed donut if you show up wearing green today. I know where else you can get a glazed donut, but it's at a gentleman's club Go. in southeastern Massachusetts. <laughs> uh, the uh, top ways we celebrate St. Patrick's Day are by wearing green, eating Irish food, pinching people who don't wear green, and getting hammered. I've never pinched somebody who didn't wear green. Yeah, I mean, isn't that considered assault? <laughs> I would think it, it is. But it's just like that guy on the airplane yesterday. I'll give you $100,000 to take off your mask. I, like, you know, I'll give you $100,000 if we can pinch you because you're not wearing green on St. Patrick's Day. For $100,000, you can pinch anywhere you want. Yeah, it. you can. <laughs> I'll, I'll take a pinch uh, anywhere. <laughs> Whole flight. Whole flight. Your, uh, your Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be mostly cloudy with a high of 58. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 49. It is 30 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. You've heard it. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It is 7.50 and Stevie Nicks on uh, Rock 102. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be cloudy with a high of 58. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 49. Looking at 30 right now in uh, in downtown Springfield. Uh, comedian Marty Caproni filling in for Bax this week. Uh, Happy you, to be here. Are you ready for like the last benchmark of the week? I am ready for the last benchmark. Are you sure? I'm sad it's the last one, but I'm ready for it. Now hear this with Bex and Nagel on Rock 102. It's always a good prelude to uh, open lines, because we'll be doing open line uh, Friday, coming up after 8 o'clock. Clip number one, uh, a thief in Sacramento attempted to steal a helicopter from an airport and ended up crashing it. Here is Special Agent FBI Sean Regan talking about some of the reasons why someone would want to steal a helicopter. What is the motive? But the scope would be almost anything you can think of. It could be somebody wanting to take uh, an aircraft for a joyride. It could be somebody wanting to uh, take an aircraft to do some sort of other criminal activity with it. Uh, You know, uh, some kind of damage to some other property, whatnot. Terrorism, of course. I'm going with more of the joyride. The joyride. Very poorly thought out, by the way. Thousands of hours it takes to learn how to pilot a helicopter, so... Yeah, you know, uh, we we had an experience with the the, the folks down at the um, uh, Northeast Helicopters down in Ellington. 
Oh, they have a school down there. It's a school you can go to they, learn how to do. I want to learn how to fly a helicopter. That's awesome. Uh, well, it's just it's like paying college tuition. You gotta uh, go. You know, it's like it's probably about thirty grand to get uh, your uh, certification. Uh, but they uh, they give you all the classes down there, and you can take all the stuff, and I, you can become a helicopter pilot. You know, I could have slept in if I had a helicopter. I could have. But right here. But 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 knowing you know watching you know these pilots you know pilot yeah. these things they know what they're doing like yeah. and there's so much to go along with that so if you if you have no idea what you're trying to do with a helicopter maybe you, not maybe, a good idea not a good idea at all no because it's a uh, it's gonna wind up a few years ago a guy uh, stole a plane who never stole a plane uh, somewhere like Seattle or something like that and. Uh, he uh, he did a loop de loop in the plane, and then and then he promptly killed himself. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, Def Leppard uh, clip number two. Def Leppard drummer Rick Allen was attacked while he was standing outside of the Four Seasons Hotel in Fort Lauderdale. A 19-year-old Ohioan named Max Hartley allegedly ran at full speed and knocked Rick to the ground, and where he hit his head. A woman tried to intervene, and then he assaulted her, even dragging the woman back outside the hotel when she tried to escape into the lobby. Following the attacks, 911 callers reported they apprehended Hartley after he tried to break a restaurant's window by throwing chairs. He was caught later vandalizing cars in the parking lot uh, of another hotel. He's charged with abuse of an elderly or disabled adult with no uh, word on uh, Allen's condition. Yeah! yeah. You got something to say? <laughs> Not to burn out before you fade away. Oh my God! The guy from Coughlin's is here with the corned beef and cabbage. No. Bring this guy in here. Come on. Yeah, really, yeah. Come on in here, man. Come on in, buddy. You can come in the door. Open the door for oh, me. I gotta yeah, open the door. Yeah. Come oh, on in. Hey, come oh, on. Look at this. Come on. Come on Holy in. smokes. Let's get this. I don't know your name. I've seen you in the restaurant before. Gary. What's your name? Gary? Gary? Gary from Coughlin Coughlin's restaurant. You can talk right into that microphone. Yeah, right there. Gary. Can hear you. Oh, oh he doesn't. Oh, you're gonna he be shy here. All right. Thank you so very much for bringing us some corned beef and cabbage today. Thanks, Gary. Appreciate it. Uh, And we appreciate Coughlin. Thanks so much, man. We'll see you later. All right. Isn't that cool? You know, it's cool. They sent that guy in. He looks like an Irish Fabio, this guy. He does look like Irish Fabio, doesn't he? Yeah. If any ladies are out there lonely, order delivery from Coughlin. So this guy shows up. Holy smokes. We got some some munching (laughs) to do. Uh, All right. So Def Leppard was attacked. By the way, what has nine arms and sucks? Uh, Def Leppard. Def Leppard. (laughs) Thank you. You know, I feel bad. I hope they got a photograph, Steve. I hope they got a... (laughs) No, I don't want it. No, no. All right. Yeah. Uh, clip, you ready for another clip? <laughs> yeah. A Cincinnati woman who was caught on uh, camera taking a rug off a couple's porch got caught on camera again a week later returning the rug with an apology note after Caitlin Jarvis and Jim Gofrick, uh posted the video on social media. The woman brought back the rug saying it was a misunderstanding and she had the wrong house. It looked like she was here with a purpose. It almost looked like she was stealing it back from us, like we had stolen it from her in the first place. She put all of her furniture back, and then she just folded it up and left with it. I am exceedingly apologetic for taking your rug. It was an honest mistake. I was trying to pick up a free rug from a Craigslist offer, and I obviously got the wrong one. Yeah, I'm sure you got caught, sure. and you just didn't want to get go to jail, sure. so you brought the stuff back. Uh, another clip here. Some Florida beachgoers are upset after having unexpected encounters with nudists at a popular stretch of beach. The confusion comes from the fact that last year the signs marking these beaches for nude sunbathing were washed away by a hurricane. Here are some people upset because they saw the nude beachgoers. 
It was uncomfortable. She was covering her eyes. And there's big fat guys laying there like this. No, I don't want to see that kind of stuff. There's no law against being nude. Frustrated because there was no sign. There was no warning for us to know what we were going to experience. My husband noticed that they were both doing lewd acts to themselves. Okay. okay. All right. Acts to themselves? What do you mean? Uh, were they? I was going to defend them up until that last line there about the lewd acts. I was going to say on behalf of fat guys, if we want to be nude at the uh, at the nude beach, you know, fat guys should be able to. You know, it doesn't have to be all the beautiful people. In, what, uh, what's the old joke of the most popular guy at the nude beach? The one who can carry a dozen donuts and four coffees all at once. <laughs> The ring donuts. The ring, the ring yeah, I donuts. Got you. Yeah. I got you. you. Remember that little thing you played with as a kid? It was like yeah. it had a little st- yeah. stacky yeah. donut thing yeah. on it. Yeah, I wonder what the female version of that is. Twelve of the donut hole. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what you what you want to uh, get yourself involved in there, Marty. Uh, and here's uh, we got time for one more clip. All right. What the hell. Uh, here's a viral video uh, going around the uh, the internet. A musician recorded himself playing one of the one famous guitar riff from every year of the 1970s, oh. starting in 1965 and ending in 2022. I don't know if we'll get through the whole clip. <laughs> the Doors. Yeah, there you go. Good job. Yeah. Sounds just like it. Zeppelin. Ed Zeppelin. Purple. Purple. Tony Missing a finger, by the way. Oh. You should pick them up with that Dev Leopard. <laughs> the full band. My favorite band, Pink Floyd. Yeah. Money. David Gilmore, best guitar for. Queen. Queen, yep. Yeah. Ryan May, another great guitar. Oh, it's Ramones. The Ramones. Yeah. Van Halen. Yeah. Like every song that we play here at Rock Let's See. Joy Division. Wow, good, because I was clueless. Uh, and then he, he does all these other ways. He does one for the 80s and, oh, and all cool. that stuff, and we don't have time to play No, that I was going to say. <laughs> but, hey, we it's uh, it's 7.58. Uh, we got Open Line Friday coming up uh, just about 8, uh, 8.10. All right. We'll do that. And it's uh, comedian Marty Caprodi in for Bax this week. Bax will be back on Monday. And it's 7.59 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Aware Recovery Care. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8.09 in the Black Crows on Rock 102. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be uh, mostly sunny. Or no, 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 it's cloudy today. I keep forgetting which day it is. Mostly cloudy with a high of 58. Tomorrow, mostly sunny with a high of 49. It's 30 right now in downtown Springfield. Again, Bax is, uh, Bax is off. Uh, he will be back on Monday. He's fine. He's fine. Uh, talk about your show that you're coming up tonight because i got to listen yeah. to something. So, uh, well, we're going to have uh, Lenny uh, Clark on, the uh, the legend of uh, Boston, New England, and uh, national comedy. He's going to be on at 845, and uh, I'm with him all weekend at Mohegan Sun. So tonight and tomorrow, one of the shows is sold out. I think the Saturday late might be sold out, but uh, tonight's show has tickets available, and so does uh, Saturday early. So uh, if, you're, if you have a hankering for some great uh, Irish comedy, I don't know why I said Irish, it's just comedy. Come on down. Uh, I have my favorite Irish joke. All right. But I don't think I can tell it right now. You can, uh, Just because of the... Because uh, we're on the radio. Oh. Yeah. 
Well, it's too bad. The, the the show that people miss is us in here in between the breaks. <laughs> yeah. I, I've always said the best part of the show happens off the oh, air. Off the air. <laughs> uh, and, uh, hey, how about uh, how about some open lines, huh? We could do open lines All if right. you'd like. All right. And now, live from the Richard Grieco Studios in East Long Meadow, Massachusetts, it's Open, open Live That's coming from. I didn't realize it was on that uh, that same thing. I like the Richard Grieco Studios. You like that? Great well, reference. each day has its own. There's Aaron Moran. There's uh, <laughs> Kim Kardashian. Uh, uh, who is Ron that. Howard's brother? Oh God, <laughs> I don't know. You know that, that guy? Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm talking about? Two nine three one zero two one. We'll get you into the studio here with uh, me and Marty Caproni. Again, backs out till Monday, but he'll be back. All right. And uh, hey, maybe someone will call in that was at uh, View, St- uh, View Street. At Dude, Comic look, look at the phone. Look at the phones. They lighten up. They're lighting up right there. Hang on. Let's, uh, let's go over to the uh, phones and see who we got over here. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Oh, not that one. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? This is Angry Tony. How are we doing? You're good, man. What's up? I got a joke for you. All right. Keep it clean. What do you call Italian with a missing hand? What do you call an Italian with a missing hand? Speech impaired. All right. Oh. Okay. Oh, hey, oh, 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 hey, oh, oh, hey, oh, oh, hey, oh, hey, oh, oh, hey, oh, 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 hey, oh, 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 What's the difference between Chickabee and South Hadley? Uh, higher taxes? <laughs> Go ahead. 100 points, 100 points on the FICO score. Ah, oh, there you go. That hurts, uh, but it's accurate. All right, Jay from yeah, South Hadley. Thanks for calling. <laughs> I got, oh, you got something else? Yeah, sure. So, Marty, I know you're doing a show this weekend. Uh, for you and Steve, actually, what's the biggest horror story you guys have ever had? Oh, like on stage? Like for a show? Yeah, like oh my god, I can't believe this just happened, or why am I here? To get together, you mean? Together, well, we've no, got a great me. one. Well, together, uh, we almost got killed up in Beckett. <laughs> Uncle Larry's Uncle Road Larry's house Tavern up in Beckett by a six foot yeah. eight guy who was so huge that he, it, someone was stuck in a snowbank and he picked up the back end of the car out of the snowbank. You want to know something about that guy? Yeah. He's a really nice guy. I see him around town all the time. He was a yeah. good sport. I yeah. was on stage. He was making fun of everyone. Steve put me up, and yeah. uh, long story short. He was making fun of everybody, and I, I, so I started making fun of him. And he says, "You can laugh now, but when you get off stage, there's only one way out of here." Yeah. And I pointed around, and I said, "Whatever anyone here does, apparently this guy can't read. So don't tell him what these red light up signs over all these doors say." <laughs> <laughs> you know what though? He, uh, he's, oh, he's a great mechanic. He did some Is work. He? For, yeah, he actually did some work for me. He, he was a good dude. He was fun after yeah, the show. He yeah. bought me Jack Daniels. I well, forgot my coat I, I, there. I think most people are under the impression that they're there for a comedy show. Yeah, right yeah. All right, usually. Jay, thanks for thanks, calling, Jay. man. Appreciate it. All right, Mark. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, it's Petey Boy up in Greenfield. How you doing? Good, Petey Boy. What's going on, buddy? Not too much. Hey, a really clean joke really quick. Did you hear about the new restaurant that opened on the moon? No, no. I didn't. I guess it doesn't have much of an atmosphere. Ah, yeah, that was the. I, I was supposed to hit the rim shot. Yeah. I hit the wrong button. All Science right, thanks, joke. thanks for the call. Appreciate yeah, it. 
Rock, what a two. Good morning. Who's this? Mike Jones, bitch. You got suck dick. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, we got to take Mike out. Yeah, we had to take Mike out. This is the, this is the riskier one. I don't feel like his real name is Mike Jones either. No, probably not. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Good morning. This is Eddie. How you guys doing? Good. What's up, man? Hey, Eddie. Hey, I just wanted to send a message to Backside. Tell him to uh, be careful how much time he takes up, otherwise he'll be podcasting with John O'Brien. Have a good day. <laughs> wow. That was pretty dark. <laughs> oh, God. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Uh, Rock one oh two. There you go. Rock one oh two. Good morning. Who's this? Penis. All right. Rock one oh two. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, this is Mark out of Springfield. What's up, man? I gotta I wanna tell you a story about my cousin Elmer. He he was an avid fisherman, okay? Yeah. And every time he'd go out fishing, he'd come back with a boatload of fish. Yeah. Well, the fishing game warden, he was kinda on to him, but he was knew he was kinda kinda shady anyway, so he asked his buddy, the sheriff, he said, hey, I need you to go check out Elmer. He's doing something kind of funny. So the sheriff, he went over there and asked Elmer to go out fishing one day. So they rowed out to the middle of the lake, and, and they get out in the middle, and Elmer reaches down into his fishing tackle box, and he grabs a stick of dynamite, and he lights it, and he throws it in the lake. Kaboom! All these fish come floating up. And the sheriff stands up, and he goes, oh, my God, Elmer, you just committed a felony. Can't you? you can't do that. Elmer, he just reaches down into his fishing tackle box, he grabs another stick of dynamite, he lights it, hands it to the sheriff, and says, are we here to talk or are we here to fish? Oh, wow. All right. I like that one. Well, all right. That was, actually, that was, that was probably one of the more intelligible jokes yes. that we've had on this yeah, program. So thank you very much, sir. I appreciate it. Rock, one to do. Good morning. Who's this? This is Tony. What's up, Tony? How you doing? Hey, uh, you guys watch that uh, special on Netflix, MH370? No, no, I want to watch that though. That's about that missing pl- that plane that went missing. Oh, uh, really? Years ago, yeah. And they never I found. Watch they never found anybody or body parts or anything. Yeah. Yeah, you really got to watch it. It's wicked. It's wicked good. I mean, I'm talking like really, really good. Yeah, but how good is you it? You guys though? got time this weekend? Give it a look. All right, we'll t- we'll definitely be between uh, shots of Jägermeister and uh, Jameson whiskey uh, and corned beef. We'll we'll take care of it. Okay. All right, you make sure you gun down that corn beef. Yeah, you got it, man. Thanks. Rock, what a do. Good morning. Who's this? Mike Jones. Yeah, all right. Oh, uh, Rock, what a do. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, now. This is Bart. Bart. What's up, Bart? Why do all black men cry oh, after me? All right, all right Bart. Go. Rock, what right. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, it's the Hawkman. Comes from the lovely town of Leia. Hey, it's the Hawkman. What's, what's up, Hawkman? Hey, Marty, I have a couple of questions for you if I can ask. Sure. What was it like working for Vic DiBetto? Ah, Vic DiBetto is a good buddy of mine. We, uh, we've toured quite a bit. Uh, absolutely fantastic. Not only is he uh, amazing on stage, but he's an even better person off stage. Absolutely hilarious and just a good dude. Ah, cool. And the other question is, Who's your favorite comedian of all time? Ooh, of all time. That's a Ooh, tough one, that's huh, a Steve? Tough one. Uh... Because for me, it's Chris Farley. Well, yeah. I mean, Chris was not a conventional stand-up, but that's a that's a solid that's a solid choice right there. Um, yeah, you say all time, then you, you have deceased people in there, everything else. You got some greats. I mean, when one of the guys who really inspired me to start comedy was a guy named Greg Giraldo. And he was absolutely fantastic. In fact, one of my big regrets was we were supposed to work together. He died two weeks before we were supposed to work together. But he was fantastic. 
Yeah, I'm sorry to hear about that, man. Well, I mean, it's all right. We weren't we weren't close. <laughs> yeah. Can I can I break oh, up yeah. the funeral here and say yeah, we yeah. got to get to another call? Yeah, I'm sure. Thanks, Steve. Right, Thanks, Hawk. Appreciate it, buddy. Take care. Rock one to two. Good morning. Who's this? Uh, yeah, this is uh, Mr. O'Leary from Beckett, Mass. Boys. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh oh. What's going on, Mr. O'Leary? <laughs> no, no. Hey, uh, <clears throat> Steve. I grew up in Worcester, and you'll love this one because I know you talk about your father. My father was a district chief, and back in the day, him and the next door neighbor used to go into the bushes and grab a thing of Seagram 7 to hide from my mother and the other guy hiding from his wife, and they'd be drinking the, uh, the whiskey and then doing the water shots out of the garden hose. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got to chase it with something, don't you? Yeah, you absolutely have to. Hey, my favorite you guys are great, and I listen to you guys all the time. Thank you. My favorite part but of that I story. Be- I am up in Beckett, and uh, I retired from uh, National Grid four years ago. Oh. But, and yes, Hey, were you, were you, you know a lineman? Were you a lineman? No, I was substation. Oh, oh uh, nice. Well, congratulations for not getting electrocuted yeah. for all the years you worked for them. And you didn't have to tell us you were from Wista. We figured it out after you said Wista and Handel and uh, water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, thanks for well, listening, and, you. and yeah. thanks for calling, yeah, man. You. We appreciate it. Thank okay. you. Okay, you guys are great. Have a good day. You too. Thank you one more here. Rock, want to do good morning. Who's this? Hey, this is Mark from Holyoke. What's up, Mark? Hey, Mark. Hey, I had a joke for you guys. Uh, right. What do you call an Irishman that you leave on your back porch? What do you call an Irishman that you leave on your back porch? Patio furniture. Ah, ah there you go. Very right. good. Thanks for keeping that one clean. I appreciate it. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? This is Rob. What's up, man? Hey, the best part of this week is I didn't have to hear a view from the couch three times a day. Ooh, oh, oh that man. stinks! You did. If you tuned in all week, you did get to hear the theme song yeah, for you, about three minutes. Yeah, you got to hear the three the theme song while I was up in the bathroom yesterday. How'd that go? That, that that went well. That actually went pretty good. A lot that of was, good feedback. Yeah, about a lot it. of good feedback. Well, one of the greatest views from the couch that was all week. Thanks, Rob. Thanks a lot, man. Appreciate it. Rock one hundred two. Good morning. Rock one hundred two. Good morning. Who's this? Yes, it's Angry Tony from Westfield. Hey, Tony, how you doing? for you. All right, what's up? Good, I got one more joke for you. What do you call it? Two gay Irishmen. All right. All right. All right. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this? Hey, good morning. It's Vince the Plumber. What's up, Vince? Hey, Vince. I'm chilling, guys. Chilling. How are you guys? We're doing Great. all right, man. Very good, very good. I wanted to say what's up, you know, say hi to everybody. Say hi to my boys over at Plimpton. Just saying what's up to my supply house, guys. All right. Oh, it's like shout-out Friday this yeah. morning. <laughs> yeah, heck yeah, dude. Shout-out. Remember we were talking about that. Like, is, is it really a shout-out when we have to say, can we do a shout-out, you know? Are you going to do a gallon of uh, green beer this afternoon when you get out of work? Uh, most likely not. I got a couple side jobs I got to do today. Ah, so side, I'm gonna be, uh, side, jobs, side jobs are always done better with alcohol. Yeah. It's a good uh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but then sometimes they're not done right. You know, yeah, that, that, that's, that's the, problem. the problem. All right, thanks for the yeah. thanks for calling, man. Have, right, a have, a have a good weekend. Have a good one. Right. Yeah. And uh, Rock One Hundred Two. Good morning. Who's this? Yeah, I was curious. Who started St. Patty's Day? Uh, I don't know. I, it was probably some drunken Irish guy who decided, hey, you know, it would be fun if we make these leprechauns like they were real, <laughs> and then uh, then we'll get everybody together in a big sweaty mess every St. Patrick's Day, and we'll call it the Holyoke Road Race. <laughs> I think it's like Guinness 
Guinness probably started it. Uh, yeah, it sounds yeah. sounds like uh, Guinness is a favorite. No, this is the guy with the brain injury. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready to bring it down, yeah, buddy. Yeah. He, he's the one who sounds like he's drunk all the time, but he's not. Yeah. Right, right, uh, right. I don't have to be. Hey, you know what you right. should do? Drive around a lot this weekend so when you get pulled over by a cop, you can make him feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> all right, there you go, man. Thanks for calling. We appreciate it. Oh, that was a pretty successful open line yeah, Friday. Yeah, fun. Except for those couple of calls that we had in there that we had to dump and get rid of. You could tell they were they were they, they were going to be dumped right off the rip. Yeah. It's uh, it's eight twenty three with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock one hundred two. Bacon. Eight thirty three at Rock one hundred two. It is time for news, and it is brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Rent the all electric Ionic five for twenty eight days, and that includes insurance. Try it before you buy it. And, Marty. And now local radio icon Steve Nagel. The Wild Rover for many a year, and I spent all my money on whiskey and beer. St. Patty's Day. Steve and I uh, will release our holiday album next no. week. <laughs> no, nobody wants to hear more no. of that. Uh, we already talked about uh, where to get the best corned beef in Western Mass. Number one on the list was Coughlin's right here in East Longmeadow, and they uh, they sent Gary over here, and Gary dropped us off a nice big breakfast oh, buffet. Let me tell you. Uh, I I, ha- I hate to say it to all the others on the list, but Coughlin's, I totally get it now after that sandwich. It's good. Holy cow. It's good, but uh, you know, I still got to stay true to my Collins Tavern over there. Well, too, listen, you, know, you stay true to your Collins. I still love my O'Brien's people, but let me say this. That Coughlin's was amazing. It was. It was yeah. like a corned beef and egg sandwich. Oh, my God. Uh, with a Swiss cheese on it. Oh. It was like a break. Remember, right here. No, no, never, no more. Well, I paid the Wild Rover. No, never, no more. That's actually one of my favorite ones. Yeah, I love it. That's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not. Uh, are you big on the Irish music? I. You know what? Uh, certain times I am. My uh, my mother used to have this album with Pete Seeger. Oh sure, singing with uh, Tommy Makeham and the Clancy Brothers. Yep, yep. And uh, they had uh, you know the Weavers. They had the song about the Weavers. <laughs> the Weavers. Yeah, yeah. All that, uh, all that good uh, old Irish tunes uh, made famous by the Clancy Brothers. Yeah, my uh, my buddy who uh, he he moved to Ireland. My buddy Brian Blaney. He used to sing all the traditional Irish music, and it was really fun when you had a bunch of whiskey. Was that a comedian? No, Brian Blaney was a, he was actually in radio. He actually worked with me. Uh, I was going to say I heard I've heard that name before. Great I, uh, great dude moved to Spain and moved to uh, Ireland cuz he wanted to pursue that and then uh, now he's in Spain last I knew. Oh, so, never been to Spain. And Irish I kind of w- like the music. <laughs> An Irish guy in Spain. Spain, yeah. Uh, Massachusetts State Police. We should probably do some news. Sure. They're seeking the public's help in locating a tractor trailer that allegedly left a multi-vehicle accident. 
On I-91 northbound Thursday, police say the tractor trailer struck a Honda sedan and sent it into the median. The impact created uh, damage to the Honda and injured the driver. The driver is known as a 61-year-old long metal woman who has suffered a serious injury to her arm. Police described the tractor trailer to have sustained damage to its passenger side fuel tank and caused a large spill on the highway that went into the Connecticut River waterway. Witnesses that were in the area said the tractor trailer had been pulling a white or silver trailer. However, a description of the cab uh, that was also involved could not be determined. According to the police, the cab should have damage on the passenger side and ruptured or damaged passenger side fuel tank. So if you're at a gas station, someone's fueling up a truck and you just hear diesel pouring out of one of the tanks. That's our guy. You know, uh, some might look at that and go, well, that's a very irresponsible truck driver who probably you know, <laughs> didn't have a license or something. You know where I'm going with that? Where? Like uh, like in Goodfellas, where they hijack the truck. Oh, yeah. And they take the truck. Yeah, and yeah, they, yeah. And, you know, and, and they're stealing. The Sopranos did it all the time, of too. Of course. Like, you don't, like, that's one reason why a truck wouldn't stop. You don't yep. want to get caught. Exactly right. You're lifting that stuff. <laughs> we used to have, when I worked at the railroad, we used to deal with all those track tractor trailers. You know, every time this week when you said when I worked at the railroad, I, I resist. No, I, yeah, and I resist yeah. the urge to say all the live long day. Every single Well, I, I did do it all the live long uh, yeah, well, day. And I, and I also did this at the same time. Well, that's weird. impressive, yeah. Uh, but uh, we used to do the tractor trailers, you know, the containers, shipping containers yeah. and all that stuff. And they'd put them on the rail cars and they'd ship them off wherever. We'd unload them here. Once in a yeah. while, uh, <clears> one fall. Falls off, and uh, Tony from Westfield's like, hey. Actually, no. Well. It was uh, it was a different group of folks that were doing that. They're sending oh. in children because the children get caught. It's not long. It's, juveniles. It's a, juveniles, and it's not quite the federal offense an adult would get. Smart. Because it's interstate commerce. So when you steal from a rail yard, you're stealing from a federal uh, federally protected uh, entity. So you, you hire the kids and you send them out there. It's uh, smart criminals right there. Yeah, that's, that's how you do it. Yep. But uh, but one time there was a whole like trailer full of tampons missing. <laughs> they could not find this thing, and they were you know sending out you know because every and it would happen from time to time sure. where the you know because the numbers are so close, the serial numbers are so close right. on these containers that you got you know probably ten thousand of them out in Chicago. Yeah. One of them might end up in New Jersey when it was supposed to end up somewhere else. Well, they found this thing like three months later, completely empty in a parking lot in New Jersey. Really? Yeah. And like, you have to imagine for weeks on end after that, like in Chinatown in New York City, you're like, come on, man, I got uh, got tampons, I got pads, I got wings, I got no wings, I got open all kinds a, of good stuff. Open yeah, up a jacket. I, yeah, got, I got heavy flow, I got medium flow, I got light flow. Well, obviously they went somewhere yeah. and they were being sold off. You know what's uh, brave is when they were questioning suspects, something tells me that uh, the ladies that they were questioning were not happy. <laughs> They're not happy. <laughs> Uh, a family is asking for kindness, saying um, a memorial for their loved one on State Street in Springfield keeps getting taken down. The family of Gail Ball said they know the memorial is not being taken down by the city, so they're asking whoever is doing it to please stop. Yeah, on knock May- it off. On May 20th, more than 4,000 butterflies witnessed uh, Gail Ball exchange vows with George Miller, the co-owner of Magic Wings in Deerfield. The first time he took me to the, into the conservatory, I was planning our wedding, said Gail in uh, May of 2020. The couple was planning to have a larger celebration in November of 2021. But just before that uh, wedding, Gail was hit by a car on State Street. She was talking to people here on the street about how she was getting married in three days before they took her to the hospital. And so we kind of thought, well, maybe she was uh, maybe she was she was talking. So maybe things were OK, but they were not. Gail later died at the hospital. Uh-huh. 
Shortly after, George's sister, Kathy Fiore, said they put out wedding flowers that Gail had arranged herself, but those were stolen. Something Kathy said keeps happening. The hardest moment was on Wednesday. The sound of his voice uh, when he said everything is gone is was such a metaphor for everything that's happening with him. It's just heartbreaking, and it's just so unnecessary to have our family suffer more than we already are. But why would you steal from a roadside memorial or a... I mean, it is State a, Street in Springfield, so, you know... If you were going to pick a street not to have one, I guess that would probably be it. But uh, okay, but you know, we're talking off the air about catalytic yeah. converters being, or we talking yeah. that story about the guy getting crushed by the catalytic converter. Yep. You know, it's like okay, that's at least something of value that you're trying to steal right. to to trade in. Right. What, what what do you get out of you, taking down some somebody's memorial? It's terrible. Uh, my my late wife used to work down uh, on Maple Street in Springfield. Okay, this big parking lot. They had this big. Uh, supposedly gated parking lot. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. And uh, when she was pregnant with our uh, our oldest, okay, uh, she wasn't feeling that well. She was like, oh, I got a meeting today, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm stressed out. Uh, I could use something to eat, and I'm just like not feeling it. So I went down and surprised her by- What a nice guy. Well, I got some uh, stop and shop flowers, and, uh, and then I got some eclairs. And then they were stolen out of your hands while you were getting out of your car? So I go down to, that's this huge parking lot. It's right out. You can see it from like the the casino. You can see the parking lot. You can see see it on 91. You can see all the cars parked there. It's like a multi-tier. Then there's a mini garage or whatever. There's this big parking lot. And uh, so I said, and and she wasn't answering me. She was in the meeting. So I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to leave these right on the hood of her car. Oh, big mistake. Two minutes later. I get a call as I'm driving away. She's like, "Hey, what's up? Uh, what do you you said there was something at my car? There's nothing at my car." And I'm like, "Are you serious?" Uh, and I'm like, "Who stole a a, a, a couple of eclairs in a in a in a bouquet same, full of cheap flowers from Stop and Shop? Like, same, who did that? Same criminals who stole all those tampons. You know what I mean? They're like, I got yeah, tampons, I got eclairs. What I you got roadside memorials <laughs> over here, yeah. too. Like, yeah. you know, like, what are you doing? Yeah. yeah. So, Terrible. Well, you know what? That day with the eclairs and the flowers, somebody had a good day down there. Sure. Somebody. Somebody did. Uh, Kathy hopes to see, see the memorial and uh, people see the memorial and remember to slow down. She had, uh, added that she hopes a trial date uh, is set in court on Friday, I guess, for the person that... Good. Uh, yeah. You know, well, that's some closure, which is good. Yeah, but again, what kind of scumbag you got to be for... That's terrible. Uh, in June, the driver's license legislation uh, for undocumented immigrants became law in Massachusetts, and uh, 22 News looked into what this will cost the state. Uh, $28 million. Oh, God. That's not bad. These funds still need to be approved by the state legislature. Okay. My $28 million, that's a pretty... I still got to pay for my license every year. Yeah. <laughs> what, are you giving free licenses out? Where's my free yeah, license? Yeah, where's my free Come license? Come on, let's, let's go with it. I Actually, can be undocumented. You know, we're, uh, we're running short. I didn't realize how short we are on yeah. time. Uh, comedian Lenny Clark is going to be on the phone with us in uh, just a few minutes. Awesome. So with that, your Pioneer Valley forecast today, cloudy with a high of 58. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 49. It's 35 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. When was the last time you had your duck?
Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 849 in The Who on Rock 102. Uh, you're listening to the Bax and Nagel Show. Without Bax, he'll be back on Monday. He's sick. Filling in for us, though, is uh, is Marty Caproni, uh, who's here in the studio. And he's with this guy all weekend at Mohegan, Mohegan Sun, right? Yes, all weekend. It's uh, always a great pleasure to welcome Lenny Clark back to the show. Good morning, Lenny. How are you, man? Good morning. Hey, I'm on the right side of the grass. I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing, Lenny? I'm all right, brother. Marty, you were great last night, man. Oh, hey, man. Thank you. What a, what a what an honor. Like I said, anyone else that that's complimentary to me, uh, you know, hey, thanks. But uh, when it's when it's you, man, it means a lot. It carries a lot of weight with me. Uh, well, you blew that room away last night. Well, you were terrific. So did so, so, so did so you, man. Finally, me all my all my friends love you, oh, and I said, I love it. And it was great. It was. It was. I'm excited, man. We got three more shows, and I'm. I'm excited for them. You know. Oh God, yeah. I think a couple of them are sold out, but I still. I guess we still got a few tickets for some of them. Yeah. So if any of your listeners out there in the western part of the state, which I'm very familiar with, because I went to American International College. You're an AIC grad. Wait, no, I didn't graduate. (laughs) (laughs) He he just went. He went there. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, see, in in high school, when I got out of parochial school, I went to uh, public school, and was, the horse was out of the barn. So I got elected president of my class, freshman, sophomore, junior, senior year. And the reason I did that, I had a bar in my locker. And when you're going by, you're hated, and people love me. So they say, Lenny, we've never had a class president not go to college. So I applied to the University of Miami, Hawaii, Arizona, all the parties got rejected. And then I applied to AIC as a joke. And I said, I get, get this. I said I was black, you know, and I got a full scholarship. I ended up going to AIC and I, I didn't have a, a lock. I had a dorm. I turned it into a bar. <laughs> Get elected president of my freshman class. <laughs> then I get elected president of my sophomore class. And the Black Student Union calls me in to give me a big award. <laughs> and, uh, and well, so I go in and they go, Are you Lenny Clark? I say, Yeah, I Lenny Clark. I go, I'm the only one I know. Well, you're not black. And I go, Why would I be black? It's, well, you won this award for sending black students. You took away for some black student. I go, Whoa, whoa, hold the phone. I said, This is right around the time. Of the reverse discrimination, the baking thing. Yeah. And I said, hey, I said, I'm a deserving white boy. My parents are sick. I have no idea what you're talking about. And they said, well, send on your application. I must have been a computer error. There was no computers in 1990. <laughs> so, I, so they said, if you go away, we won't sue. I said, we'll call it a push. So I left. <laughs> and then uh, I ended up at UMass Amherst, and I was there for two months. Until I found out I wasn't enrolled in school. <laughs> well, you were just there to party, to open up the bar. I, oh, I really was. I, we would go over to the Bay Path Community College. Oh, yeah. The Bay of Pigs, they call it. And it was wild. Wild. <laughs> You know, they they just had that big Blarney blowout up there a couple of weeks ago where they had uh, like 28 people go to the hospital for alcohol poisoning. Good old UMass. Oh, yeah. They, they play hard up there. Oh, they, yeah. They really play hard. 
Well, they, they were drinking. Uh, they, they were drinking these things called Borgs, which is a, a gallon jug filled with vodka yeah. and uh, what, what was the other thing? It was like it was like a like a hydration energy drink, like yeah. Pedialyte. Uh, Sun tells oh me, Lenny. Sun tells me in your heyday. In the early days of uh, Boston comedy, you could have drank one of those gallons of vodka, and that would have been the way you warmed up for your night, huh? <laughs> well, okay. I'm going on my first honeymoon, and we land in Hawaii. I go in, and I watch the Red Sox lose to the, uh, I think it was the Mets. I forget. It was a long time ago. 86. And <laughs> the, ball goes, the ball goes through Buckley's legs. I look at the bartender. I said, give me a carnival. He goes, what's a carnival? I said, get one of those giant glasses and put everything on the top shelf. A shot of it. So I call it, it's the carnival. I said, oh, yeah. I said, some people treat their bodies like a uh, uh, temple. I treat mine like an amusement park. <laughs> the worst part is having to play whack-a-mole with yourself the next day. <laughs> oh, God. It was, yeah, my wife was not happy with me. Well, that's why she's an ex-wife. Well, like, what are you going to do? Hey Lenny, you, you said you ran for class president a few times. As you know, you know I'm I'm a I'm a student of the history of Boston comedy, and uh, like I said, that's why I, I I don't get starstruck a lot when I when I work with some of the bigger names. But uh, when I work with you, it it uh, it's almost surreal. But one of my favorite things in that movie, Stand Up, Stood Out, is they told the story how you ran for I think it was was it Somerville City Council or something like that. No, 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 Mayor of Cambridge. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And I would have won if I was drinking just a little bit more. It was a crazy. My my campaign headquarters was a closed poodle salon where they cut where they cut French poodles' hair. Oh, yeah. And we put a, put did, a couple of fridges in there, some booze. Did, and, oh yeah, we ran. Didn't you steal I, a I, bus? You know, I did really well, but I didn't do enough to, to win. You know. But, yeah. Hey, thank God, finance and prayers. Well, listen, the fact that you didn't end up in politics has been nothing but the greatest gift that New England comedy has ever had, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, thank you, brother. Yeah. I don't know what I would have been. Cause I, I ran for Congress later on. <laughs> I did. Is that when you stole the Joe bus? Kennedy. Yeah, I stole the bus. And I ran against Joe Kennedy. And I had bumper stickers, F to Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> And, and I went and gave out clock candy bars. I was giving them everything. Ah, you're you're like the go-to guy. Yeah. This guy likes to get drunk and hand out candy. Uh, yeah, how could you not like yeah. Lenny Clark? Uh, right. comedian, comedian Lenny Clark is on the phone with us now. You're at Mohegan Sun uh, all this weekend. Did I hear a rumor, though, that uh, you might be doing some, some other television or maybe uh, another movie oh, or something like that? Oh, oh, God. Yes, 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 yes. Uh I got a new show on NBC uh, starring John Cryer from Two and a Half Men, yeah. Donald Faison from Scrubs, and Abigail Spencer, who's this young, hot super starlet. I love it. And, All right. Uh, I, play, I play the wacky grandfather. <laughs> well, listen, Lenny, I hope, if nothing else, that this thing is a absolute smash and you get syndication money for the rest of your life. Oh, not from your lips to God, dear. Yeah, because yeah, I want to, I want to, I want to go. I would like to just go back to the to the vineyard and 
buy a tractor and drive around like a land pirate. <laughs> <laughs> Comedian Lenny Clark is uh, going to be at uh, Mohegan Sun this weekend, along with uh, my co-host here this morning, Marty Caproni. Uh, Lenny, we always appreciate the time. Uh, always a pleasure to have you on the show. Hey, it, it's great to be with you and, and say say hi to Bax, right? Because he's where is he? He's got. He's got. I think he's got that uh, that virus thing going around that uh, you know we were all trying to escape from the last three years. Oh well, you know what? Oh, that's the best way to get out of going to a, a wedding or something. <laughs> or, oh, I'd or, love to be there. Or I your job for an entire week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got the COVID. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> I can't do it. Hey, you guys are great, Marty. Thank you. I'll see you. I'll see you tonight, pal. I'll see you tonight, man. I'm looking forward to it, Lenny. Comedian Lenny Clark. Thanks, thanks so much. It's uh, it's eight fifty-seven with me on, fellas. Thank you, Ben. Thank you. It's 8.57 uh, with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Yeah. Live in concert.